So this is going to be another one of those podcasts. And uh, the title to that is, Why Are We Really Resisting Sales? Because that's, I think, what most of you guys, entrepreneurs, need, but it really can apply to anything. Okay, so um, I will start with a little bit of a story. In June of this year, I went to a coaching mastermind in Colorado with my coach and my high-level mastermind of seven-figure entrepreneurs who are building to building an eight-figure business, okay? And I was beginning this transition and beginning to have these uh, breakthroughs, and I was starting to see that um, the business tactics and the mechanics and the strategies land very, very, very flat because um, until a human being deals with their uh, issues, their spiritual issues and hangs up and healing, it doesn't really matter um, whether or not they know the tactics because even if they apply everything that I'm teaching, even if they apply the strategies and make the revenues, they're, it's it's all going to crash anyway because they're not going to be happy and at some point they're going to be like, fuck it, I don't want to do this anymore, okay? So I um, had a hot seat with my coach and um, I said, I'm feeling the urge to transition my program to something more spiritual. It's Right now it's 70% business, 30% spiritual, and I really want to flip it and focus more on mindset and the spiritual side of things. And her reaction wasn't what I really wanted to hear. Um, she said, well, what did you promise them? And I said, well, the business piece. She's like, well, stick to that because that's your contract. That's that's your promise, whatever. Some along those lines. Not exactly, right? Um, not exactly those words. And I, I totally get what she was coming from and holding me accountable and told the integrity, but I immediately, and I didn't realize it at the time, I just suppressed, repressed the feeling immediately as it came up, didn't deal with it, didn't sit with it, but in that moment, I felt um, like my hand has just been slapped, and I had been treated like a little child, and um, the, the, there was the shame of being seen as immature, being looked down on as immature, right? And now, fast forward, I'm still in that program. And I have been, um, I, you know, this week, I told them, you know, I I don't really want to be in the program, but uh, I would never stop paying you or request a refund or anything like that, because that's just totally out of integrity. But, um, but I would. I was wondering if it would be possible to donate my de- membership to, uh, to another person who really needs it, right? And that made sense to me because I have not been been feeling, um, just uh, you know, whatever. It just like didn't didn't feel like coming to the coaching calls. Couldn't tell why. I just didn't feel aligned energetically. Even though it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful program, and phenomenal coach. But uh, it just didn't feel aligned for some reason. But I was kind of take it as, oh, okay, that's what it is, right? And I didn't see what was really behind that. And the resistance was, um, I really did not want to be seen as immature. I did not want to be judged as, um, as that, um, you know, and... I didn't want to see, be seen as an immature drama queen, basically. So it was, it was very interesting. And what I came to realize is that the same thing happens in sales. There is a certain way we don't want to be seen. 
And when it comes to prospecting and when it comes to sales, right, we are going to be seen as that which we don't want to be seen as. And it's very deep because it involves our negotiation with worthiness. Because myself included, oftentimes we don't have the worthiness still flat. As I am worthy, whether I'm mature or immature, I'm worthy whether I'm salesy or not salesy, I'm worthy whether I'm pushy or not pushy, right? There is a negotiation around that. And when our worthiness, when our sense of worthiness gets threatened, we do not want to be in those situations, we avoid them. We want to run from them. Okay. And sales can be very confronting in that way. Okay. And so then I was looking at, wow, why do I actually have this need to be seen as um, impressive, as gifted, as transformed, as, uh, you know, you fill in the blank, whatever it is for you, as successful, as smart as having all together or whatever, right? And then, you know, sometimes when we see these things, we stop at the intellectual level of it. And we just said, well, I should just let it go. I shouldn't do that. Blah, 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 blah. And we stop at the intellectual understanding. But what we actually need to be doing is having a heart to heart conversation with this part of us that is running around wanting to gain everybody's validation and approval and acknowledgement and impress everybody, <coughs> okay? And that's been so much of my journey lately is getting to, getting grips with that part of me who really needs so much acknowledgement and so much validation, so I said, okay, well, this time I'm actually going to sit with this part and I'm going to talk to it and I'm going to ask it. I'm going to ask that part of me, what the heck is going on? Why do we, you know, meaning <laughs> my parts, like me and my parts, why do we need so much acknowledgement and so much validation from other people? Why do we need to be seen as mature, evolved, and impressive, and ver well-articulate, and blah, 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 right? What is that about? And I knew intellectually it was protecting me from something, but I was taken to my somewhere between the ages age of eight to 13. And I went through a lot of bullying. I mean, a lot. It was very, very difficult. I was the child that was very much disliked. Um, I was bullied almost every day at school coming home with bruises. And uh, just it went on and on and on and on every day for years. Right, And it went from one bully to another to the next and just very, very difficult childhood. And what I remember thinking that age, my escape was, I will show you. I will show you who I really am and what I can achieve. I will go, I will travel the world, I will be living in different countries, I will leave a, a lead a very impressive life. 
And I have been doing that ever since. Not that I actually show them because I'm not even Facebook friends with any of them. Um, I avoid I avoid my hometown by about uh, 7,000 miles, okay? Still, I just still don't like it. And da-da-da, and people ask me, why don't you like the Czech Republic? It's like, because like, I got a lot of trauma there. I, you know, I don't want to confront that, right? But anyway, that decision was, I will show you. And I built my life and it was very useful. It was, it had driven me and it has given me so much relentlessness on my journey. And I have achieved more than most people my age. I'm 37 years old. By the age of 21, I have visited uh, about 30 different countries, maybe a little less. Uh, I had worked in Latin America, then I worked in Chicago in a Fortune 1000 or 500, can't remember, you know, got my MBA from top 15, uh, build businesses, own two restaurants, um, you know, on and on and on and on, right? Uh, speak multiple languages, um, all that stuff. But it was it was for the PR of it. It was not so much to show them anymore. It was so interesting to show more to myself or prove to myself something, right? And so, of course, in my case, when somebody sees me as less than, as nothing, as unworthy, it's very threatening to this part of me that has such a need to, um, to prove something, right? And this goes back to what I talked about on the podcast yesterday or a couple of days ago when I said everything, everything that every daily situation that you're, being encount- you're encountering are by design leading you towards your own freedom from all this stuff, right? And this was just one example. It's leading you all on a path of freedom. And it is totally up to you to see all the clues, right? And this was a very difficult one to see. I was 90% convinced that... This, uh, me avoiding this coaching program was about them, (coughs) not at all about me. I was 90% convinced that they were low frequency. (laughs) I have out-enlightened them, if that's a word, right? Um, And it's not a little in alignment, no longer fit, and blah, 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 right? All this fun stuff. And it's just a protective part. Pride and seeing ourselves as better than is always just a protective part that does not want you to be seen as less than. So, um, again, everything is a clue. Every situation is a clue. You just have to be very, very open and pay attention and listen, and every time something feels just a little bit off, every time you're just a little bit unsure before you send a message or after you've sent a message and there's a little ounce of guilt and maybe a little inkling that it wasn't exactly authentic what you said or it wasn't or coming from love and joy. Whenever it's not coming from pure love and joy, there is some inauthenticity in it and it offers 
a magical key to transformation. But where, again, where people go wrong with this is making those parts of us wrong, right? The only reason that I'm going through this healing of this part is because I was willing to give it love and uh, attention, right? And talk to it and befriend it. And by the way, in the process of rediscovering it, I also recognized that I had a fear of my own pride. I see my pride as a downfall. I'm so terrified of it because I am so terrified of that pride taking my consciousness down um, as it has many people and it has taken me down before because the, when we're blended with pride, we cannot be love, right? It's pride or love choose. So uh, there I have another part of me that is so fearful of this pride, right? That wants to make it get away and punish it and, and all that. So our job is to really, really embrace and love those parts 